welcome to my first podcast episode. I'm really excited to uh, have you guys listening today and we'll be starting this project that I've been wanting to do for years. Um, so my name is Marlene. I don't know if I said before, my name is Marlene. And um, let's just jump straight into it. Let's, uh, let's just start with the name of this podcast. Um, and I think it connects the content of this podcast quite good. Um, so it stands for the inner fire that everyone has in themselves, um, the inner being of, uh, of passion and uh, identity. And well, basically, I would love a world where everyone can just be themselves, you know, and not get discriminated for who they are or what they love or who they love. Um, but, um, yeah, that's not the case at the moment. So that's why I'm making this podcast. Um, it will be about a lot of different stories of, um, a lot of different individuals. Um, they will share their experiences within, uh, different societies. Um, and yeah, that's, that's what it's going to be about. So basically a lot of very cool, interesting beings sharing their stories, um, and making us all more empathetic, um, understanding different stories And um, yeah, maybe becoming a little bit more of a better human. Um, also me, myself, I, I want to understand the world better. So that's why I'm making this podcast. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll talk a bit about myself, maybe introduce myself. So um, yeah, basically I'm living in Amsterdam at the moment. I'm 23 years old. And uh, the last three years of my life, I was uh, backpacking. Not around the whole world, but um, I was backpacking through Asia for six months um, and then uh, yeah, Australia and New Zealand. And I just had the best time of my life. It was a great experience. It was also hard times. Um, I will also talk about that in my podcast as well. But um, yeah, during that time, I just uh, I, I basically moved around, I would say, like every four, three, four months. Um, and I met a lot of different individuals from uh, a lot of different countries and I understood that we live in a world where we don't listen um, to the other. We are very centered around ourselves sometimes and that makes it difficult um, for the world to change as well um, because it needs to change and um, yeah well uh, that's a bit about myself. So um, let's just jump into the, well, what this, uh, this uh, podcast is about. Um, I'll be talking about um, the LGBTQ plus community and um, the media representation connected to it today. So basically, um, yeah, well, we can see in advertisements, for example, that we often just have a, a yeah, binary man or woman portrayed. And there's not a lot of space for um, different genders, uh, gender fluidity. And there's also not a lot of space for different sexualities as well as we often just see straight couples um, in advertisements on TV, everywhere where we look around. And this makes it very hard for um, everyone who is not fitting into this cupboard, um, everyone who is not straight, for example, or um, doesn't identify with the typical man, woman, gender, and um, what is seen in society. So I want to, um, yeah make a step to a change towards that and that's why I um, I reached out to Kai. Um, Kai is from um, the, is living in the Philippines actually and uh, Kai wants to share their story um, of how, how it was living in the Philippines basically and how the 
uh, well, being part of the LGBTQ plus community and how the media uh, representation has influenced them as well. And um, basically, Kai, uh, I sent Kai some questions because I unfortunately couldn't uh, travel to the Philippines. I would have loved to, but yeah, I, I just couldn't. Um, so I sent Kai some questions and Kai recorded themselves answering them. And yeah, we will just jump into this now um, and listen to Kai's story. All right. Stay tuned, guys. My name is Kai. I am 17 years old. I currently live in the Philippines, which being LGBT is, does not have legal protection. And my identity is pansexual. Um, and I'm still questioning my gender identity. However, I do experience gender dysphoria. So, now I'm going to answer the question about my feelings towards LGBT representation in the media. I believe that the way LGBT is represented in the media is generally relatively toxic as it creates quite serious stereotypes for us. So, for example, um, if you are associate, like, say, for example, you are a cis man who is gay, um, then the stereotype is that you're creative and flamboyant and stuff like that. Although it can be a positive stereotype, it's limiting us to one specific representation of it. But there are other good examples in the media, such as uh, Captain Holt in Brooklyn Nine-Nine, where it's like, yeah, I could just be a normal person. Or like Rosa, normal person. But some ways that it's represented makes it feel really toxic to me. Um, now I'm going to answer the question about how the media uh, influenced my experience with identifying myself and all of that. So with the media, I honestly got like really confused because the only person that I knew that was LGBT on air was Anderson Cooper. And that's the CNN news anchor. And he actually had a son recently. And oh my God, it's so cute. <laughs> Anyways, um... Honestly, it made it very confusing because the media has very little representation for like non-binary people, gender fluid people, people who are questioning their gender identity. But I feel like it has more representation for the sexuality aspect. So I, it was easier for me to put a label to myself, but not because of the media. But because I knew the terms that were out there, like I had no clue pansexual was the only representation I had seen was gay and bisexual. But there's so much more than that. That's why LGBT plus, it continues on. So in a way, it did help me and didn't help me. I'm just, I'm going to explain it with my coming out story. Um, it's like when I, I came out when I was 12 about my sexuality. Um, cause I had liked a girl for quite a while <laughs> and silly me. I didn't realize we lived in a heteronormative society. If you don't know what that term means, it means that everyone is assumed to be straight. I don't think we should live in a heteronormative society considering the majority of species on the world are like, I don't know, LGBT, like there's gay penguins, there's gay lions, there's gay dragonflies, like stuff like that. So the fact that we were in a heteronormative society, I didn't think it was, like, I didn't realize um, that it would be a big thing if I weren't 
like straight. And I came out at school via a poem because we had to write a sonnet. And sonnets are generally about love. So I wrote a sonnet about this girl and figured out not everyone is something else. And my school is very accepting of it. But I just wish we didn't have to have people come out. Like, I believe if given the chance, like, just saying this, I believe we should be, rather than a heteronormative society, not a homonormative society, but one where it's binormative. So, like, everyone is assumed to be bi, so you don't have to come out as this. You don't have to come out as that. We shouldn't have to be expecting people's sexualities or gender identities. It's just ridiculous. So the media helped me somewhat with my sexuality, but it also put restrictions on me because I'm like, well, I've only seen gay and bi. Does that mean, like, am I gay? Like, am I that? And I'm like, well, no, that doesn't seem right to me. Am I this? Am I that? Because I didn't know there were other things than that. But if the media would have represented more sexualities and more gender identities, I would have had a much easier time identifying myself. So now I'm going to talk about how the media helped me or how it didn't help me. That's kind of what I just did. So it helped me find sexualities, but not like it was only restricted to gay, bi, and straight. And I knew I wasn't straight, so that didn't help me at all. <laughs> um, so heteronormative society changed the view of myself Um after I came out because like I said I didn't know that we lived in a heteronormative society that was that was really something um I really started to hate myself because I wasn't normal I wasn't people like me aren't shown in the media it's like oh here's this gay guy here's this lesbian you know here's her wife stuff like that you don't ever see like a non-binary person with their boyfriend you don't see a gender-fluid person with their girlfriend. You don't see stuff like that in the media. So the heteronormative view made me feel like I was just wrong and that I just needed to be changed. And this wasn't helped by the fact that people use religion as a form of homophobia to go directly against you and stuff like that. So it made it very hard and it got to a point that I was severely depressed. Keep in mind, I was like, 12 to 13 and then I'm 17 now but it got to the point that I was self-harming and I had attempted suicide multiple times because I felt that like I'm not supposed to be this way me being this way is going to change everyone's views of my family it's going to change the way I live it's going to put a warning tag on me it's going to put a target over my head and you know a 13 year old shouldn't worry about that just saying. So if we weren't in a heteronormative society, maybe I wouldn't have a ton of scars on me right now. Um, LGBT couples and visibility. So like I said, the visibility we usually see in the media is only gay, bi, and straight. I say straight because straight people get triggered when they're not included in this debate, even though they're literally allowed to exist in every country. It's not like you're going to be killed for being straight. <laughs> Um, now I have only met one LGBT couple in person, 
And surprisingly, that was in Texas, which is a state that is not very supportive. (laughs) And my family doesn't really talk about them much or anything, which is nice. Like they don't give them a special treatment or anything. But I just don't see people often in public who are fine with physically expressing it. So like you can see a straight couple walk down the street and hold hands or kiss or hug or stuff like that. That's totally normal. But if you see two girls kissing, then typically from what I've seen in multiple news reports, they become a target of a hate crime, which is disgusting. Let people kiss who they want to kiss. Like I'm not kissing you and that's my choice. And don't harass me for kissing someone I want to kiss. Uh, heteronormative heteronormative societies are frustrating so I do believe because of the media there is a certain stigma and there are stereotypes I feel like people are uncomfortable with the thought of oh people that are non-binary can exist people who are transgender can exist people who are gender fluid exist oh my god (laughs) I think it's just a discussion that we need to have in society, but we don't. And because of that, a lot of people are suffering and a lot of people, and it could have been me, have left the world because of it. And if we don't have that discussion, there's going to be a significant increase. There's already like 80% of homeless people are LGBT, I believe. And I personally, out of all the LGBT people I've met, because I run my school's GSA, I have never met a single LGBT person who hasn't been depressed, been suicidal, or self-harmed. And I've spoken from like 11-year-olds to grown-ass adults. Never a single person. Never. And in certain countries... This is just getting worse. They're criminalizing it more. They gave us rights and they took them back. I'm an American citizen. If you can't tell, I'm American by my accent. But in the United States, they have the trans panic law. So say, for example, I'm transgender. You know, I'm walking. Someone out to me is transgender. They kill me. Oh, I was so in shock because they were transgender that I killed them. Oh, my gosh. That's literally the law. You can kill someone because you're so shocked about their identity. That should not be a thing. Like, if I came out to you straight, would that put a target on my head? No. So why is it any different? My hopes for the future is that we don't live in a heteronormative society anymore. That we live in one where people don't have to be afraid to come out. Where people don't have to worry and look around them all the time and worry about putting a target on their head. I wish we would live in a society where a 12-year-old doesn't have to worry about them being a victim of a hate crime. And I think it's ridiculous that we live in one like this. Personally, after coming out, which I had to come out twice, about sexuality and gender identity, I have been targeted before. I have been given death threats and I've been told to go and burn in hell. I've been told a lot of different things. I've been straight up refused, like people would refuse to let me do stuff with them. And it's not like, like, I don't get it. It's like, it's so unequal and it's disgusting. 
and my tips for anyone out there who is someone like me. Try, I wouldn't say try to fit in, but I wouldn't say try to fit out. out. Um, Try your best to stay safe, but also find a community that will love and support you. Because although it may be hard, (laughs) and you may live in a country where being LGBT can make you a target of hate crimes, you are meant to be this way. You are not forced to be straight. Although society may make it to where you must be straight, that's not true. You can be the way you are, and that's perfectly fine. And if others don't agree with it, they're the one who clearly has a problem. Thank you. My main message about media representation is the way it's represented is very restricted and as such is creating stereotypes which can be very hurtful to certain people in the community. Goodbye.